Imagine if you could reset your home in a short amount of time, leaving you with a fresh start and a sense of relief. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you a very simple yet effective method to breathe new life into your space. So grab your family, some garbage bags, and let's dive in to resetting your home with minimal time. An organized home truly is a reflection of a calm mind. It's really not just about tidying up. It's about creating a sanctuary where you can thrive, find peace, and make beautiful memories with your loved ones. So let's dive in and make this reset a regular part of your routine. Hey there, mama, and welcome to the Organized Mom Photographer Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and this show is for all you mom photographers out there on a mission to enjoy motherhood while building a thriving photography business you love. I'm a productivity and motherhood coach, brand photographer, podcaster, wife, and a homeschooling mama saved by grace. So I can totally relate to the never ending to-do lists, late night editing sessions, and the endless messes that will one day miss strewn across the floor. Join me every week as we dive into the strategies and mindset shifts you'll need to prioritize, organize, and streamline your life and your business. Gone are the days of sitting on the sidelines, overwhelmed by the challenges that come your way. It's time to take serious action, confidently step into the role as the CEO, and embrace hard things for the sake of growth. Mama, if you're ready to stop feeling like you have to choose between being a present mama or a successful business owner, and finally feel equipped to do both well, then you're in the right place. Hey there, mama. Welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be here with you today. If you are listening right when this episode comes out, it is just a few days after the Christmas holiday. So if you celebrate Christmas, I want to wish you a very belated Merry Christmas. And I hope that this episode feels really timely for you because I don't know about you, but I feel like after the holidays, things just feel out of sorts. The kids have gotten new gifts and toys, perhaps, and there's wrapping paper strewn about and boxes galore that need to be broken down and put into the recycle can. Um, Things don't have a home yet, so stuff is probably still out, and you have your Christmas decorations still up, and it just feels like everything is chaotic and everything is messy. And I just felt like this would be the perfect topic right after the holidays to give your space a reset so that you can start fresh in 2024. So before we jump in, just a quick recap of who I am. My name is Ashley Freehan, and I am the founder here at The Purpose Gathering, which is an online community and education platform designed to support mom photographers. I have been a mom and a photographer for over 12 years, and I feel like it's such a lonely space. Um, Raising a family is extremely difficult, and then growing a business is also hard, and trying to do both simultaneously can often feel impossible. And so I love showing up for you guys every single week with a new podcast episode that will hopefully help you feel inspired and encouraged to take action. Um, Because I am a huge proponent of actually 
taking action and not just sitting on the sidelines and not just watching everybody else do what you wish you were doing, but actually getting outside of your comfort zone and trying new things. So I am so glad that you are here with me today. So one thing that I really love to do with my podcast listeners is to chat with you over on Voxer. It's a completely free app and it's a walkie talkie app. So it's voice messaging and text messaging. And it's just so amazing for us busy mamas. I have been connecting with so many of you over on Voxer and I absolutely love it because we can instantly feel so much more connected when we are talking to each other versus you just hearing my voice and me never really getting to hear your voice. This is giving me great insight into what you guys are loving about the podcast, what you're missing with the podcast, what you would like me to share more about on the podcast. And so I just absolutely love it. So the way that you can connect with me over on Voxer is to number one, grab the free app. Number two, find me at a freehand and then send me a message and answer this question. What are some of the biggest problem areas in your home that are hard to keep tidy? And this just opens up conversation for us to chat about anything really, but I really love to be able to hear your thoughts about the episode in general and how it speaks to you and where you need more support. So let's dive in. I am going to give you some simple steps for what you can do to get this reset in your home. Okay, number one, you're going to prep. You're going to need a few things, very simple things. You're going to, number one, need your favorite playlist. My favorite way to build a playlist is through Spotify. Um, You do have to have a paid version, I think, to have the like songs in the order that you want, Um, but it's so good. So I recommend Spotify, but grab your favorite playlist from any player um, and get that ready. You're also going to need garbage bags. You're for sure going to need your family because you are not doing this alone. You need reinforcements and people who are going to be able to help out with this. And then you're going to need a donation box or a basket And you're going to need a pep talk for your family (laughs) and a reward for after this reset is done. So for the pep talk, I just want you to inform your family of the why behind why you're doing this. And you want to set the tone when it's in a calm, in a calm environment. Um, You don't want to be explosive about this. (laughs) Um, Don't let it get that far. I've done that before. It does not work. You have really grumpy, angry people stomping around and it's not fun. The whole idea of this reset is to keep it really light and to keep it fun. Okay, so you're going to give your family a little pep talk, let them know what this reset is for, and let them know what reward you will have for them when it's done. Because I truly believe that it is fun to have a collective reward. It could be you guys going out for dinner, it could be, you know, getting ice cream, or we like to go get cake pops from Starbucks. They're uh, used to be pretty cheap, but they are cheaper than ice cream. Um, And it's fun because we don't get them a lot. And my kids think that they are a great treat. So a little family reward for after the reset is done. Okay, next, I want you to really start with the common areas. And then I want you to move to the bedrooms in the office because the common areas, I think, are the areas that typically everyone's spending time in and everybody has probably stuff in, right? So everyone can really participate in that one common area. 
I also want you to ask yourself, like, which room needs the most attention? Because that's where I would start. I know that a lot of, like, professional organizers will say to start small, and you'll get yourself, like, a quick win, and then you'll be motivated to keep going. But I personally just feel like you you want to start with a room where you're going to get the biggest relief. Now, as we're going through, I'm going to kind of help you compartmentalize and, and not fixate on you know, overhauling the entire room at once, but let's just kind of take it slow. So here are some of the probably areas that need the most attention in your home. Um, I would say maybe the kitchen, the dining room, the living room, the playroom. Maybe it's an office where collectively a bunch of people always gather and that becomes sort of like the junk drop-off area. Whatever that room that needs the most attention is, start there. Okay, so the first thing that you're going to do is you're going to collect trash and dishes, okay? So let's, for example, say that you're working in the dining room. Um, I know some people work at their dining room table, and there can be piles of paper, or there can just be, like, stuff strewn about. I want you to start by just taking all the trash and all of the dishes. All the dishes obviously go in the sink. All the trash obviously goes in the trash can. And that's step one. Okay, it feels really easy to just do trash and dishes. Sometimes it's helpful to have younger kids help with the dishes because it's something that they can, you know, clearly do. Okay, next you're gonna put everything that's out of place for that room and you're gonna put it in a pile or a basket. Okay, like you're literally just gonna take everything and you're gonna put it in this basket. And then you're gonna actually organize the basket. Okay, so sometimes I think we walk into a room and we're like, oh my gosh, this is so overwhelming. Like right now, I am in my office slash studio slash sewing room, craft room. Like it's kind of like a flex room. That's what we call it. It's not really my office. My office is downstairs, but this is kind of my recording studio. um, And we have a lot of crafting in here. I do my food photography in here. And so it's a bit of a hot mess. We've got Christmas presents in here. Like this room is probably not a room that I would have my family help with because a lot of the stuff that's in this room is mine and I have to make the decisions on it. And so I'm really mostly talking about those common area rooms where everybody can help out and be involved. And you will move on to the other rooms, but I think it's helpful to get those common areas reset because that's where you spend the majority of your time. Okay, so you're going to take all of that stuff that's out of place, putting it in a basket, and now you're going to start to organize it. So you can organize it by who it belongs to, right? So if you have, you know, some things that belong to your husband, some that belong to you, some that belong to your children, you can start separating it by who it belongs to. Then you can think about the things that actually need to stay in that room, and that can go into a pile. And then also things that belong in another room. So they need to be relocated, put that in a separate pile. And it might help to have like little labels on each of these piles. So you know, so you don't lose track of which pile is what. And then you're going to have a donate basket that we talked about at the beginning when you were prepping. Um, And you're going to start to just toss things in there that you're like, you know what, we don't really actually need this anymore. We're going to donate this. Um, And then you're going to have a trash bag. 
ready for any of that trash. So you're going to do that first step is going to be like the initial round of trash where you're like visibly, you know, it's trash. But then as you start to sort, you might notice like, oh, this is, you know, a a reminder about a a school event. I don't need that anymore. Right. So you're going to trash that. Okay. So once you have everything organized into the different categories, into the different, um, you know, people who it belongs to, um, and then staying in this room, relocate, donate trash, you're going to put away the items, which sounds super easy. You're like, oh, all we have to do is put away the items. So everybody puts away their own items that was, you know, out of place in that room. And then the things that stay in that room, I want you to ask yourself this question. Does it have a home? If it does have a home, I want you to put it away. I mean, that's very simple, right? A pair of scissors are left out in the dining room. You know exactly where those scissors go. Put them away. But here is where the problem usually lies. Usually the stuff doesn't have a home and it needs a home, right? And so maybe it's new to the room or maybe you just kind of have traditionally always piled up papers in this certain area, so it doesn't really have a home. And I want you to ask yourself, does it need a home, right? So first, if it has a home, put it away. If it needs a home, you need to find it a home. But sometimes it doesn't have a home because you're subconsciously not really needing it. And you're sort of like, do I really need this? I don't really need this. It doesn't have a home. Like for example, In my office studio here, I have a big box of picture frames that I do not want anymore. They are to be donated. Um, I have been wanting to sell them for a while, but man, it is so annoying trying to sell things. I mean, I don't try to sell anything anymore that's like under $50 because it's just not worth my time. And so I have had these picture frames in here. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. It's been almost six years. It's so bad. I have been holding on to them because I just, I'm like, oh, but I spent so much money on it. Like, I just want to sell it. But I have gotten to the point right now where I'm like, I literally have been holding these picture frames for six years that someone else could have used. That is terribly selfish and obnoxious. (laughs) Like, I don't know why I thought that I needed to hold on to them. And so now I'm like, I am just happily ready to donate them, like donate them to someone in my neighborhood who just would love to have something for free or donate them to a house of refuge or something like that, where I know that the people who are getting these donations actually need them. And so I am just ready to say, I'm, I'm ready to donate it. It doesn't have a home. Um, I, I'm not using it. I'm ready to donate it. And then the final thing here is it belongs in another room. So relocate that item and put it away. And again, if it doesn't have a home and you're finding that it's just kind of laying out all the time or you notice that your kids have their stuff laying out all the time, then it's probably a home issue. And I think that's one of the biggest parts about trying to keep things tidy is really understanding that everything that is in our home needs a place to live. It needs a separate spot where you always know where it is. Because again, if if it doesn't deserve a spot in your home, then it really doesn't need to be in your home. And I think that is like one of the biggest game changers for me or has been the biggest game changer as I've been decluttering our house and as I've been really trying to decide 
What do I really want in our home? What do I really use? What do we collectively as a family need to have in our home? And we actually don't need as much stuff as we think we do. And so when I am able to just let go of things and donate them to people who will actually use them and care for them, I am able to not only free up like physical space in my home, but I am freeing up mental space as well. And I feel like that is a huge, huge win, right? Because every item in our home that we have, we have to manage. Whether you consciously know it or not, we are managing things every day and it affects us. When we walk into a room and there's too much stuff, it affects us. I mean, it is, uh, you know, study after study has been done saying that there is a correlation between a person's physical environment and their mental clarity. And so as entrepreneurs who are running businesses and also raising families, like we need as much clear headspace as we can get. And that starts with clearing the clutter from our home. So with that being said, let's move on to the final step. Okay, so the final step here is to clean that space. Wipe down the surfaces, the mirrors, get the vacuum out or sweep. This is where you can really also enlist your family to be helpful. Give everybody a rag and wipe things down. Just make everything feel really fresh and really clean. And I want you to remember that this is just a reset. This is not a mass decluttering. This is not like an overhaul with organization. That's definitely going to require more time. This is just resetting the home back to a functioning state. And when you do this, it just breathes life into your home. And it's really important for your kids to understand that. Like when we are out in the common areas, it's fine to bring toys in. It's fine for us to kind of like, you know, lounge around on the couch and bring blankets downstairs and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, what I recommend is doing a five minute reset of that space, the common space. And if you stay on top of doing these small little tidies in, you know, in between the like major reset that we just talked about, like it's always going to be tidy. And that's the goal. The goal really truly is to remind our children and remind our spouses and remind ourselves truly that we have to make time for the reset. Because if we want the clarity, and we want the freedom that comes from having a clean home, we have to work that into our schedule. We have to teach our children, not just by yelling at them or by speaking at them. We have to model to them what it looks like to do this reset and why it's important. And then once you finish that reset in that one room, then you can move on to the next room. And I wouldn't say that you're going to overhaul your entire house, right? Because this initial reset, I mean, it might take 20 or 30 minutes for your for your entire family to help out if it is that bad, right? But it's really important that you focus on the small incremental changes. So like I said, start with that problem area room and then move on with the next ones. 
And of course, you'll want to plan time to go back through with a finer tooth comb and get rid of things and do that deep decluttering and things like that. But just a surface reset is going to be such a huge improvement. And I think sometimes we just get accustomed to the clutter and we just get used to the fact that our house is a disaster, but it doesn't have to be that way. And we don't have to be upset and angry about it all the time that we can really enlist our family to start to understand the importance of this. Okay. This is a process and it does take a lot of time, but the, in, the key here is to stay consistent. And if you want to listen to a few more episodes that are related on this same topic, I have a list of three complimentary episodes below in the show notes. It's episode 88 called Clearing Clutter and Simplifying Your Home, episode 98, which is Managing Kid Clutter with Amy Pottinger, and then episode 95 is about avoiding overwhelm in the midst of a busy season. So I would love for you to check those episodes out as well and let me know your thoughts on all of this. I hope that you found today's episode to be really helpful. Um, it seems so simple, but I think sometimes we overcomplicate things and we look at the chaos and the mess and we want to sit in the frustration of, oh, why does nobody help me? Or why am I the only person who cares about the cleanliness. I mean, I literally say that to myself on a daily basis. And I have to understand that it's not everybody else's priority like it is mine. And one day, I think my kids will thank me for instilling upon them the importance of the family reset, the importance of working together, the importance of caring for our things. And so I hope that you will give this a try and let me know your thoughts on it. But I would love for you to share with me over on Voxer, what are some of the biggest problem areas in your home that are hard to keep tidy? Because I would love to chat with you about them. I probably have had the same areas in my house that needed help, and I might have some um, awesome tips for you. So come find me on Voxer. And I am so excited for 2024. So be on the lookout next week for a brand new episode. And as always, Mama, I am here rooting for you, and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Organized Mom Photographer podcast. I hope you enjoyed our conversation as much as I did. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You can do hard things, and life is about more than just surviving. To become a part of our free online community of like-minded, ambitious mom photographers, head over to thepurposegathering.com slash mamas. That's M-A-M-A-S. We would love to come alongside you and support you on your journey. If you found value in today's episode, I would love for you to take a minute and leave a review. Your review would mean so much to me and help more mamas just like you find this show. I'm seriously so proud of you for taking time out of your busy day to invest in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this, Mama. And until next time, remember to slow down and savor every moment of this beautiful journey called life.